1: All righty, Sports Radio FM and Sports Radio 66 All let's roll, baby. It's 7:02 here on this Wednesday evening. It's JJ Janusz Stremski. We are guiding you through the next four hours right here on the Fan. Get aboard want to hear from you at 877-337-6666. We have the terrific, terrific tag team of Brian Rascona, Peter Hoffman. You got Ak, you got Mr. Met. They got your updates at the top of every hour, and we're with you up until 11 o'clock at night. And then it will be the schmooze. Stevie Summers, he's coming your way then. The fan right here. In New York City and you know you think about these last few weeks and you especially think about where we were on Monday and I think Monday in many ways was like the lowest breaking type of point that you've had between the owners, Manfred, the Players Association and the quote from Rob Manfred that It's no longer 100% a given that we are going to have baseball in 2020. I know it ticked me off. I know it ticked a whole lot of you off. And there was a whole lot of uncertainty to what exactly this season is going to be. If indeed, we're even going to have a season. That was probably our lowest point. It sure seems like now the momentum is building towards a direction in which there will be baseball in 2020. And we have been saying this now for the last couple of weeks. So I don't want to take credit for it because I'm not the only one to say it. Joel Sherman has pointed it out in the New York Post. A couple other guys who are around the sport have pointed it out. So, I mean, I could throw credit your way if you said it. God bless you. More power to you. The idea that it took this long for Rob Manford and Tony Clark to find their way into a room is completely unacceptable. And I understand COVID-19, pandemic, you know, the idea of traveling. Get it. But we were getting to a point where these proposals between each side were a thorough waste of time. In which you were not moving the needle in any way when it comes to prorated salaries. When it comes to games being played. When it comes to this, that, you name it. There was no sense of progress. So I, for one, am rather happy to hear about the fact that these two men actually found themselves in a room. And sure enough, we got more progress on Wednesday than we probably have in months when it comes to these negotiations. And it seems like we are not there quite yet because I saw the John Heyman tweet as I'm hitting away on the golf course and I was all fired up. I said, all right, hallelujah. Took him long enough. Then you see the likes of Evandrellic and Passon and a few others. And even the Players Association puts out a statement that says, we have not reached an agreement quite yet. But as the details started leaking out about what Major League Baseball was proposing and what you were hearing from the owners, to me, it moves us far closer than we have ever been throughout this long drawn out, miserable process. Let's call it like it is. It has been the definition of a miserable process. The ins and outs of these labor negotiations that are not even, you know, due to the result of a CBA. Beyond frustrating. But when I hear 60 plus games, 100% prorated salaries, I think that is the sort of movement That everybody has been searching for. I think it's the sort of movement that the players wanted to see. I think the players wanted more games. I think the owners wanted to play less games. But I think they know they kind of stuck between in many ways a rock and a hard place at this point. And if the report has Major League Baseball proposing around 60 or so games. Do not be surprised if when there is a meeting of the minds if you will. That we get closer and closer to like 65 or 66 games. And I I got news for you. If we're talking about 66 games, I'm going to take it. I'm going to run with that. Let's go. Let's go. And the sort of optimism and hope that you're getting on whether it's social media, uh, you're getting it if you're a baseball fan that was maybe (laughs) disheartened, disillusioned on whether or not there is going to be a season I think this is the sort of legitimate, positive news that in many ways we've been searching for for quite a while. So it's amazing how like, the meter has gone left and right, left and right, left and right as far as do I feel optimistic there's going to be a season? Do I feel pessimistic there's going to be a season. Feels like it changes by the day. Now, this came from Rob Manfred, Commissioner statement, who we've been roasting for like the last three weeks. Commissioner of Baseball Robert D. Manfred, Jr., issued the following statement today. At my request, Tony Clark and I met for several hours yesterday in Phoenix. We left that meeting with a jointly developed framework that we agreed could form the basis of an agreement and subject to conversations with our respective constituents, I summarized that framework numerous times in the meeting and sent Tony a written summary today, Consistent. With our conversations yesterday, I am encouraging the clubs to move forward, and I trust that Tony is doing the same. That's good news. Hearing that from the commissioner is good news. Now, the proposal to the MLBPA, 60-game season, ends right around September the 27th. Remember, the owners keep telling you over and over again, you got to be mindful Second wave, you don't want your playoffs going into November. So they want to get this baby wrapped up by the time you hit late October. Fully prorated salaries. Now, here is something that I think is going to cause a whole lot of debate. And it's going to be something that in many ways the baseball purist, he's not going to like. What would that be maybe exactly? The idea of 16, eight teams in each league, finding their way into the postseason. That's going to change the way you look at Major League Baseball. And I got news for you. They go to eight teams in each league. I know they have announced that it would be for this year and it would be for next year. I got news for you. Once you go down the rabbit hole of expanding your postseason, a sport that is hurting for money, at least so they claim, a sport that has clearly been affected by the pandemic that we know, once you add to the amount of playoff teams you have, it's very, very tough to go away from that. Now, I don't know how that'll change over the years. I don't know how it will morph and evolve as time goes on. But eight playoff teams in each league, for my money, for this year, I'll take it. Even for next year, because of all right financial reasons, so be it, I'll take it. Long term, I don't want to see eight playoff teams in each league. I just don't. Now, odds are they're going to change it, I would bet. It's the addition of these wildcard teams. They're going to have them play short a series. Maybe they'll give somebody a bye. Who knows? Who knows? But that's going to dramatically change, you know, the outcome of postseasons. That's going to dramatically change the way things go as far as the season is concerned. Because how many times do you reward the teams that just get through the grind, that get through the process? Now you're adding more postseason. Anything goes. You know, this is not the NBA. A sport like basketball, the better team wins ninety to ninety-five percent of the time. They just do. Baseball doesn't work that way. Hot starting pitcher, hot lineup. On the flip side, you got a lineup that just goes ice cold. I mean, you're going to see all sorts of upsets. So that will be an evolution that I think for a lot of us takes a whole lot of time to get used to. But I'm at the point now, folks, where I'm just so exhausted by all of this back and forth. I am exhausted by all of this posturing. The idea that I could envision next month, July 19th or July 20th, knowing full well this is when the baseball season is going to start, that's good enough for me. I know some people and this whole process is going to leave them disillusioned. And I totally get the argument that if the owners basically surrender and they're going to relent on a lot of the concessions that were made with the players, Specifically talking about 100% prorated salaries over 60 or so games. I'm sure a lot of people, and I would have this question for Rob Manfred too. Hey Rob, why wasn't this offer made a month ago? (laughs) Why not? You would have had this season up and running by early July at this point. You would have had no concerns in any way about second wave and this and that because you would have your season all wrapped up. And oh, by the way, you might have been able to play more games for all we know. That is, yes, hands down a question I would have for this commissioner. If they end up surrendering and relenting on some of the concessions that they are making, why the hell does it take so long? It's beyond frustrating. That said... I will gladly take the idea of taking 60 or 65 games over nothing. And it's not the idea of defending this commissioner. It's not the idea of defending these owners. Whatever. I want baseball back. Okay? Not only for my personal viewing. Not only for the bottom line of this radio station, which obviously I'm concerned about. I'm a worker here. I'm a, you know, FAN guy through and through. I want games to be played on our airwaves. It's good for our station. I mean, I'm no dummy. (laughs) Are you kidding me? We have games that's good for everybody involved. That's good for our hosts. That's good for our producers. That's good for, you know, our salespeople, the bottom line. Yeah, guess what? That matters too. You know, that's something I wouldn't be concerned about when I'm like 18 or 19 years old. But, you know, you work in a business, you understand all that. They should have reached this deal weeks ago as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to take it though. You're asking me point blank. Am I going to be a okay with the idea of playing 60-plus games? Yes. A question you guys have asked over and over again. Will you put an asterisk next to the potential 60-plus game season? Right now, I'm seeing 60. I bet you get some form of a compromise at this point. So what? 64 games, 65 games, 66 games. Take your pick. Somewhere in that range is what your season is going to look like. I'll take it. It took way too long. These last couple of weeks have been infuriating, but I'll take the season. I'll count the season. For those who don't want to count the season, I got news for you. You want to count in 1981. By that logic, you would have said 1981 season doesn't count because of the prolonged labor strike that you had in which the season was much, much shorter, you ended up changing the postseason on the fly, and you ended up having the Yankees and the Dodgers finding their way into the World Series. That season counted. It was legitimate. I don't see an asterisk next to the Dodgers' World Series title. Am I missing something here? Do I see an asterisk next to the Yankees' American League pennant from 1981? Of course not. This is the sort of step in the right direction we desperately needed. Long overdue. Beyond overdue. But it definitely now puts the framework in for a 2020 season. Where I would assume you're going to play all the teams in your quote-unquote division. You're going to play them a boatload of times. And I guess what they would do is they would have you end up playing one of the other divisions. Maybe, you know, a handful of times, I guess. I saw that floated somewhere. I guess it would depend on how many games you end up playing and then you can kind of work and mix and match to see, all right, maybe you know, you're going to play a couple of teams in the NL East if you're an AL East team. You're going to play a couple of teams in the NL West if you're an AL West team. Um, from what I've read, I have not seen that like, dramatic, bizarre, uh, overall change of divisions and hubs and all that sort of stuff. It seems like that is now thrown completely out the window, which is good. But the element of tell us when and where seems to be making the sort of progress that we all wanted to see. And I think we're going to have this deal done probably by the end of the week, maybe over the weekend. It's frustrating it has taken this long. I know it's exhausted you. I know it's exhausted me. It's like making you a little bit of an expert, I want to say, on these labor negotiations. I'm just kidding. I mean, listen, I'll never, ever in a million years be an expert on labor negotiations. It's not my forte. It's not your forte. Listen, any sports radio host who pretends, that's all they're doing. They're pretending that they know the ins and outs of every single one of these negotiations. But we can follow it from afar. And that's what we have. Whether you follow Passon, whether you follow Drellick, whether you follow Nightingale. I I mean, how many times do I got to keep refreshing Twitter to get a sense and see what the potential of the season is going to look like. But now I think it's really starting to come to shape. 60 plus games. Holla freaking Louia. Now I'm not going to celebrate quite yet, but it seems like that light at the end of the tunnel that I've been talking about now for a long, long time. It seems like that light at the end of the tunnel is moving closer and closer to reality, which means a season, which is what we all wanted. A season... In some capacity. And then all of a sudden, folks, you get baseball around July 20th or so. Baseball into the NHL. Baseball into the NBA. You know, I was just thinking about it now. I'm like, geez, I got to make sure I take vacation before the middle of July. At least a couple of days. Because I want to be on the air when games are going on. I want to be dialed in like all of you with games going on. And forget about what September could look like. I mean, these are the days we've been looking for for a long, long time. Positive vibes, positive news. And it seems like, finally, mercifully, baseball and its Players Association have found the sort of common ground that, to me, is beyond necessary. 718 here on this Wednesday evening. It's JJ, John Jastrzemski. We're keeping you company right here on The Fan. We've got a lot to get to. Very, very busy show, so get aboard do you finally feel like we have reached the breaking point in a good way when it comes to the owners, the Players Association? You're buying the idea that progress is there? I mean, listen, you never know with these two sides, but it sure seems like we are moving in that direction. So we got that to get to. We got two really good guests who are going to join us. Tommy Glavin, the Hall of Famer, the former Brave, the former Med, and a guy who was very much immersed in the 1994 labor negotiations is going to join us at 8 o'clock. So we'll have some fun with Tommy Glavin. Kenny Anderson, the former New Jersey Net, one of the New York City basketball legends who obviously has had some trying times over the last few years. Recovering from a stroke. God willing, he's doing A-OK. Kenny's going to join us in the 10 o'clock hour. And of course, your calls. Of course, we want to hear from you. So get aboard at 877-337-6666.